This podcast contains opinions that may differ from yours. If you would like to share your own opinions, we ask that you behave like an adult. Your opinion matters, but your poor attitude is not welcome. Oh, we're recording. Hey, look, we're back. We're, hi! We took an impromptu week off because Amanda's life fell apart. Oh, <laughs> hi guys. Guess who's going through a divorce? <laughs> Me! <laughs> I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk oh, about it because it's I'm an kind open of a... book girl. You know this. Where the fuck are you care. going? I don't like this. I don't like this. Okay, bye. Was that the cat? Hold on. We have, we, we have a, we have a, hold on. He wants to get out. Oh, great. The dog's barking. This is fun. So Amanda's in a completely new environment. She used to have this quiet little closet and now she's in this echoey chamber. Yes. And chamber of secrets. Um, the chamber of secrets. So all I as of this moment in my life, I do not know what Amanda's microphone sounds like. <laughs> so neither do I. Ap- Surprise. Apologies to anybody that's having the, their ears start bleeding. I'm I'm hoping that what I did will help. So it might. We'll, we'll see. It'll absorb we'll some of it. It's got to. Yeah, it should. It should. So. I think. I don't know. We'll be. We'll see, and we will adjust. Yeah. Accordingly. But the plan is to hopefully not be here past January first. So that would be amazing. It would be amazing. Just got to figure out what's going to happen with. The other part of that crazy life situation. <laughs> so Amanda's tiny victory is. Uh, which way do we want to go with that? Whatever you want. Lead it. Lead it. Lead my oh, God, victory. I don't fucking know. Your tiny victory is getting out of an unhappy marriage that nobody knew was unhappy. Right. I'm good at hiding. Very. I am. It's- I had two people come out this week. And tell me that they were good at hiding shit. And Amanda's just completely blew everything out of the water. (laughs) I mean, it's been since March. I just, and now was the appropriate time. And I'm a fast mover, I guess, because I'm already talking to somebody. So, but but this, this is me in a nutshell. I want to be in a relationship. I don't not want to be in a relationship. It's. Mm-hmm. It's just that this real relationship that I just left, I was not happy anymore. And if I've learned anything right. in my 38 years, it's don't fucking make everybody else happy. You also need to worry about your own happiness. And I've right. never done that and before. If, and if somebody else isn't making themselves happy, you can't make them happy. Right. Oh, and you're like beating your head against a wall trying to do that. Yes, exactly. So. So I am yeah. doing what's best for me this time for once instead of mm-hmm. waiting eight years and then getting out of a relationship. So and, you right. know, I personally hold no ill will towards him, uh, except for some behaviors lately, which I get, though. I mean, he's angry. He's upset. Um, right. I just wish that we could talk a little bit more, make it a little easier. Not just not for me, but more so for the kids. So, yeah. And mm-hmm. It's kind of a good thing and a bad thing that you guys don't have kids together because it makes right. it more difficult to put things into perspective into how you should treat each other. Yeah, definitely. And so it's yeah. But the thing is, is you tough. know, I don't want I don't want the kids to not be able to talk or see each other. And you know, this past week, he's kept them away from the house when I was packing up, which I get. Maybe he didn't want them to see that. But every day, I've gotten a message from one of his daughters about how much. Mommy, I miss you. Mommy, I love you. And it's like so mm-hmm. heartbreaking because I didn't get to see her. 
Yeah, so that's rough. And it was heartbreaking. Hopefully, for things Nolan. can. Well, Nolan's he's eight, right? Yeah. So he's been all he remembers is mm-hmm. this. Yeah. yeah. It's been so that's rough too. It's been rough. What about you? Oh, I bet you I know your small victories. Vroom, vroom. Tell me. <laughs> part of it is my car. <laughs> part of it. Um, we did. We got the part of the reason that we had to reschedule last week was because we also um, ran into some hiccups with getting our car situation sorted, and I needed to be on hand. Yeah. To get that, and then it just the chips kept falling. Man, they were just. I wouldn't even call them chips. What do you call them? The fucking freaking devil cursed doubloons cursed shit. <laughs> oh no, fuck God. Cur- cursed doubloon <laughs> sounds fabulous to me. It does. It does. Every single time we thought we were somewhere, we weren't. Mm-hmm. And like we got the the van was like up and running. Everything was great, and I needed to just run over to a friend's house and get uh, Jack and some stands so that we could work on Mike's Jeep. And then what? My hair was getting in my face. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. And then um, on my way over there, I was like, oh, my God, what's that noise? That sounds weird. I don't (laughs) understand. Why is my why is my MPG so low? I don't. This is so weird. I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, my God. And we had just put new rotors on everything. So everything was supposed to be fine. We were supposed to be like in the home. Like we were in a home run. We were done. We were that was it. We slid into home and we were safe there. But we weren't. And I got to our friend's house and I said, They sure fucking did. Mm -hmm. And my friend was like, I was like, he's, he's a mechanic, mostly. He's not certified, but he's like, knows everything about cars. And I walked in there, I was like, I was like, oh my God, what's going on with my car? Help me. (laughs) And so he came outside and he looked at it and he goes, you got a, your caliper seized up right there. And I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. And calipers aren't like, I mean, brakes and doing brakes on a vehicle is pretty easy, Uh but it's. You know, if you take it to a mechanic, you're looking at to get new brake pads put in. You're probably looking at like 300 bucks to have somebody do it. And for that's you. ridiculous when you can go to AutoZone and get the lifetime warranty ones for like 30 bucks. Yeah. So you just bring so them in and trade them we out. Do, so we do it all ourselves. But still, a new caliper is like $80, depending on what you get and like how big your car is. So we had to deal with that. And then... Just setback after setback with the Jeep. And then finally today, Mike and the boys are at Bell Tire getting the alignment done on the Jeep. And I have like, I'm having, I have PTSD, you guys. Like, I am legit. (laughs) I, every time I take my car to get like alignments or just to get new tires put on, I don't take my car to the mechanic a lot. Like I said, we do it all ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So when I do take it to the mechanic and they're like, oh, by the way, you need this, this, and this, I'm like, oh, of course I do. Shut up. <laughs> stop. Just stop looking at things that I didn't tell you to fucking look at. Well, and that's the thing then. Like some of them will be like, well, I can't legally let you drive out of here with this. Well, and the, legally they can't tell you that. They try to give you that that song and dance, but they cannot keep. That's like keeping you hostage. Well, like you right. can't. Like, fuck you, dude. I got to go. Right. But like last time we went to get an alignment done on the Jeep just like a month ago, they were like, we can't do an alignment unless we do ball joints yep. and a wheel bearing. And I was like, excuse me, huh? Yeah, exactly. What you mean? <laughs> what you so about? and they quoted us at they quote us at quoted us at fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, we yeah, did. Hold it on. Let me just pull that out of one of my three uh, kangaroo vaginas. 
right? <laughs> get, let me get out my let me get out of my vagina purse. I God. mean, I. I, when so you were messaging angry. me and I'm just like, seriously, the world needs to stop fucking with you. <laughs> it is never fucking ending, dude. Like, I just one of these days I will take the time to tell everybody my story of my financial fucking spiral into hell. It's horrible. <sighs> We've it all is. been there. But man, girl, you've had it roughly. I can't climb the fuck out like mm-hmm. I, we were on top of the world. Yep. We were up there. We were like, baby number two on the way. Let's do this. We are out of debt. Let's go. Let's go hard. Getting a townhouse. Yeah. Move it on up in the world. Promotions. Working, you know, we're all working. We're making money. Everything's great. And then. Yeah. Yep. It won't stop. It won't fucking stop. Like, what did I do? Well, it was that. Was what the, did <laughs> I do? That was your nuclear bomb. And now you have the residual fallout. Like, fuck. I know. Rise. Fuck you, nuclear. So. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of it. But so we got that all sorted out. That was longer than I expected to be. And then I don't know if my bestie's listening, but best friend, if you're out there, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) But I told you so. (laughs) Uh, My my best friend uh, finally had an epiphany and I'm so proud of her because I've been pushing her for years to try to get this shit taken care of. It's not my place to share it, but she's finally, like, seeing the light, and she's so happy, and I'm so happy, and it's just, like, that's a huge relief. Like, I'm really Good. glad that we've Yay. got that. The, and I just got notification from my husband that the Jeep is being pulled into the garage now. right now. Finally. And my anxiety is through the fucking roof because now we we find out if they can do the alignment. But see, I called. You called. and I, but, but see, I've told you because I have had the same issue as well. Mm-hmm. And, and it's frustrating. They'll tell me they can do something and then I go and then they can't. And then I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, when, right, like when I, I came here to right. do this and I need this done. Well, when I, ha- I had a, a Lincoln Aviator, so an SUV, and it was an older one, but it was still nice. But the fucking alternator went out on that thing three times. And each time I would bring it in, they're like, we don't have the tool to do this. And I'm like, how the fuck do you not have a tool to do this? You are a goddamn mechanic shop. Like, Ugh. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> and how do you like, oh, yeah, like the just to get the alignment where we live, Mike had to drive 30 miles away. That's so crazy. I hate it. But see, we took it to Bell Tire in Traverse City. Mm-hmm. And they were the ones that told us that we needed $1,500 worth of work. And I was like, hell no. Right. Fuck you. I'm going to figure out what that that is that you say we need to do. And I'm going to do that. Do that. So we did it. And then I called Bell Tire and Gaylord. And I was like, hey, look, disassociation. I don't want to go back there. Because mm-hmm. every time I go there, I leave with a giant bill. Mm-hmm. Or I leave with, you know, a laundry list of things that costs me an arm and a leg. Yep. I'm petrified. I'm after everything that we've been through in the last two weeks, I cannot handle another situation like this. Mm-mm. I need no. to know that's that, you know, we're telling you we did this work that you needed us to do. It has been completed. The list that you gave us is completed. I need to know that if we take this vehicle to your location, you will will do the alignment 
And he was like, I'm looking at the list because it's like in the system on our account. He's like, I'm looking at the list. We will be able to do it. Good. Perfect. And I, I'm, but I'm still, I'm still like, I know. What until if it's they... done, until it's done, you're going to be that way. <sighs> the amount of anxiety coursing through my body right now is. I know. <sighs> I know. Until you hear him say we're on our way back. <laughs> oh my God. Right. That's exactly it. Like I need this. I need, I need, I need, I need this to just mm-hmm. be done. I just need to just, just give me like six months of nothing. <laughs> exactly. Please. Six months. That's all we're asking for. Except now I'm remembering that there was a small oil leak in the Jeep and I need to figure out where that's coming from. Just let Rona take care of some people. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Rona gods, (laughs) Bel Air, Bel Air, Bel Tire, (laughs) and Traverse City. I do not live in anywhere named Bel Air. Stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is... Part two of Scientology, and I also hate this part of my life, having to look into all of this shit, because dear God, how? How are these people? <laughs> I know. I just... I think that of every of every group like this, how? Like, how can you fall this for this? This one goes so far, though, that I literally do not understand how the United States government has not put an end to this well but that's how i feel about the westboro baptist church like Mm -hmm. how is that like like i said i'd love to do an episode on that because uh, it's insane to me but yeah i we can yeah Mm -hmm. hold on i got another i got more intel there's an image Uh oh from who image has been it is on it is on the machine it is on the machine it (gasps) is being attached to the tires shut the hell up they doing it we didn't even we didn't even get that far before. They that, like jacked it up on the thing and they went underneath it and they were like, "Yeah, we can't do that." This is just all right. Prepare to um hold on to your underwear, ladies and gentlemen. But what if I don't wear underwear? Uh, I'm hold kidding. On to I do. Your vagina hair. Ah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh goddamn it, Amanda! I love you. So much information coming out about you today. It's all right. Fuck it. Like, Gross. Stand up, phone. Jesus fucking Christ. At least you only have one vagina. Apparently, I have three. Well, yeah. So. Kangaroo. Meh. Meh. All right. So, I got most of my information from Wikipedia because I'm fucking classy. Mm-hmm. Well, you uh-huh. know. <laughs> but if you must know where most of the other information came from, I got it from People, Vanity Fair, The New York Times, and The Hollywood Journal. Okay. Which Multiple. will not come a into plethora. play until later. A plethora. Everything else is from Wikipedia because I trust everybody and I'm gullible as fuck. So, <laughs> however, I don't think you can find information that contradicts what I'm about to say. <laughs> right. All right. So today um, on this episode, L. Ron Hubbard is going to die finally. Okay. And we're going to learn why people have really grown to hate and fear the church. Okay. So here we go. The 1970s brought a lot of health issues for Hubbard, but that didn't stop him from pushing Scientology into its next phase. There's a lot that goes into this, but basically Hubbard believed Scientology was being attacked by an international Nazi conspiracy whose goal was to take over the world. Yes, because Obviously. Nazis give a fuck about Scientology. Anyway, Duh. And by the way, if you want to look any of this up, I'm not going to go deep into everything because I just can't. We would literally be here for a month. Yeah, it, can't there's just it. too much info. So, if there's anything that you find informa- in- in- interesting, just go look it up. There's tons of information about it. So at the time, 
that this was going on, Hubbard used the Guardian's office, also known as the GO, go, let's go, within okay. Scientology to do his own undercover nonsense. Okay. Somehow, the GO was able to physically infiltrate the United States government files. Mm. They got into operations like the IRS, the Better Business Bureau, the AMA, the APA, and the Department of Justice. They stole government documents, medical records, and they even harassed psychiatrists. Remember, Scientologists don't believe in psychology. Yeah, right. So they believe psychology is wrong, and because that's what they believe, they can't understand how anyone in the world would possibly think otherwise. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. And according to Hubbard, he has the right to just destroy everybody that doesn't believe what he believes. Well, of course, because that's how these groups work. Right. Fear and, like, making you just, yeah, mostly fear. And... And tiny penis syndrome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TPS for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ultimately, the United States government caught these naughty Scientologists. They discovered wiretap equipment, burglary tools, and around 90,000 pages of incriminating documents. 90,000? Unfortunately, Hubbard was not prosecuted, but was labeled an unindicted co-conspirator. But his wife, Mary Sue, and 10 other Scientologists were convicted of conspiracy and sent to federal prison. Yet the man who has books with his names on them was not convicted? Yeah. How does this work? I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> Mary was released after a year of imprisonment. Of course. <sighs> okay. <sighs> in 1978, Hubbard was also convicted for, quote, obtaining money under false pretenses in France. He was sentenced to four years in prison and ordered to pay a fine equivalent to $27,439 in today's money. Very specific. Right. However, he didn't serve any of that sentence, and instead he went into hiding in 1979. He subsequently faced possible indictment for his role in a GO campaign called Operation Freakout, which was a plan to a plan against journalist Paulette Cooper. In 1980, Hubbard completely disappeared into deep cover. While in hiding, he managed to write a bunch of shitty books and even recorded a fucking soundtrack for Scientology. Oh, oh, a I, soundtrack kind of like it. kind I, is it? <laughs> Please tell me it's the, what's his name? Tiger King <laughs> or Jai Lot? Oh, Please tell me he's singing the music. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's Hubbard. Oh, well, which is it, worse. Well, at least Tiger uh, <clears throat> King's playing some guitar or something in the background. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't want to listen to it because I didn't want my ears to bleed. Oh, I would have had to listen to it. Oh my god, I might have to. Well, you, y'all, enjoy just so that. I can laugh. I fucking, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. <laughs> While Hubbard was in hiding like a little bitch, members of the Sea Org staged a takeover of the church. They purged veteran Scientologist and a younger messenger, David Miscavige, became Scientology's de facto leader. Hmm. Mary Sue Hubbard was forced to resign and her daughter, Suzette, became Miscavige's personal maid. Uh, well, and I mean, but what the fuck does Miss Hubbard care anyway, since their kids are taken from them anyway and... I know. I mean, did she? Really but it also give a fuck? says a lot about Miscavige. Oh yeah, like haha, you're like now you're now below yeah. me. It reminds me of. Do you watch Vikings? Mm-mm. Okay, it reminds Have me. You met me. Well, it just reminds me of Vikings in that show when the Earl is killed, then his queen comes over is like, oh hail, whatchamacallit, and she ends up being their servant. You know, like, yeah. that natural secession of well, bitch, now you're mine, so make yep. me a sandwich. <laughs> swear to god if a man ever said that to me i'd fucking oh me too me too 
Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, still in hiding, Hubbard lived out his last few years like of his life in a motorhome. Of course, it was a luxury motorhome, but a motorhome nonetheless. And he actually lived in it on a property that was like sprawling all these huge mansion and like tennis courts and i think there was like a football field or something because hey there was like all this shit but it it never got used because he was living in the motorhome he never went and he never used any of it and honestly like you make these kids learn how to do all this stuff like you got some youth football going on out there that you some flags some powder puff i mean what the fuck you doing like, it's so weird. It is weird. Like maybe it's and it could have just been a front for people to get them to sucker in. Like, right. oh, we do this with the kids and we do this and yeah, draw them in and then no well, bam. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I don't know, man. But I personally, I just can't imagine working so hard to create an empire, whether it's bad or not. Like, but just like having all this money and then not being able to do anything with it. Well, right. Like, because you're hiding. Yeah. But he was still raking in the cash. While he was hiding and um, the logistics of how it worked with Miscavige being the leader in Hubbard, the, it, it's kind of unclear, but I don't know. Like, you're the leader, but you're not. So hold on. Making the money. The, I don't know. The girl who's now the maid is his daughter. But Hubbard's daughter is the maid yeah, for the new leader. But the yes. Miscavige lady is. Guy. Guy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Miscavige guy is. Still working for under Hubbard secretly? I don't know. It was very weird. It was, I don't know. How do you take over a church and then still end up sending money to the other guy? Well, there's got to, I mean. I don't know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. This whole thing doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like, what the fuck? It doesn't. And then in 1985, the IRS notified the church that Hubbard was being investigated for tax fraud. Doesn't surprise me. No. Um. Hubbard died in 1986 after suffering a stroke, and that was just one less poop stain in the world. Yeah, seriously. And what year was that again? He, 1986. Okay. You were what? Two? Uh-uh. I was Three? five. I was born in five. 81. Oh, you're so old. I know. Shut <laughs> up. I heard that all weekend. Good God. <laughs> so he left his uh, trust to funds to all of his children except two that he had disowned. And one of his children, L. Ron Hubbard Jr., changed his name to Ronald DeWolf. And he was actually, I I read that he was, like, trying to sue to get um, rights to the church and, like, oh. money and shit. But he lost because. Because, Yeah. Wah, wah. Interesting. So he had oh, not. I looked so at he, pictures of him. He looks like a little douchebag too. So he had not been. What? He left the church then, was he? Right then, I'm assuming. Yeah, when he was a yeah. kid, I okay. think. Yeah, he didn't want anything to do with it. I'll blame him. Um, obviously, though, the controversy doesn't end there. If anything, controversy is David Miscavige's middle name. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. So let's talk about that for a minute, shall we? Let's do that. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> In 1991, Time Magazine published an article attacking the church. The church responded with a major lawsuit that was ultimately rejected by the court as baseless because, you know, people are allowed to say what they want to say. Well, exactly. Freedom of speech, y'all. That's why we're here. Just like the lady <laughs> on Facebook that put me in Facebook jail because I called her an idiot for saying that, that was the hilarious. Democrats, the Democrats are trying to uh, use their pets to get to do voter fraud. <laughs> Good God. So I told her she was an idiot and her pets should be embarrassed to be owned by her. Yes, seriously. <laughs> she reported me to Facebook as a bully and they put me in Facebook. And, that, and that's ridiculous. And that is absolutely ridiculous. Like, come on. 
I mean, but it's true. She's just yeah, but you can't idiot. even call anybody an idiot anymore. Like, fuck. Yeah, this world is so PC. Like, where is, what is it? The, from South Park, the counselor, PC, whatever. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, my God, I do. Because he's, like, their what counselor, and he's wearing, like, these blue gym shorts and stuff, and it's just ridiculous. Yes. But anyway, that's and what it was. he just did me. all the ridiculous shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm. I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also, when I was in, like, fifth grade, I wrote the Uncle Fucker song on a note and sent it to my crush. <laughs> sent it. Fucker. I sent it to my crush. I gave it to my crush. Oh, Uncle Fucker. And then uh, I, I don't remember how it got into the hands of a teacher. Oh, no. But I was in a lot of trouble. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. That's a good day. Because as That's we all know, day. Chelsea probably wrote her name really big on it from Oh, Chelsea. yeah. I'm sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> Block letters. Do, do, do. Oh, God. Oh. That's hilarious. Embarrassing. <laughs> okay. So, and then like somehow, because in 1980. Five, the IRS said that they were investigating the church. And then in 1991-ish, they managed to be listed as a church and became tax-exempt through the through the IRS. Even though they were being investigated? Right. I don't understand it. Mm. I don't understand. So who was paid off is what I want to know. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, stop. There That's creepy voice. We said it. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have to remember they can't see me. I know, Amanda. But that's why I some- got to stop with the faces. That's why sometimes I feel like we really need to record these because some of the faces we make are pretty fucking priceless. No. <laughs> maybe eventually. No, maybe. Okay, bye. <laughs> Scientology has been in conflict with governments all over the world and has been one of the most litigious, litigious, litigious. Why do I put big words in my face and not be able to say them? Litigious, 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 religious movements in history. Litigious, litigious. What the fuck is up with this word? How do you spell it? Spell it. I need. Can you use the word in a sentence? Yes, it has been one of the most litigious <laughs> religious movements in history. Oh, oh my God. Check! Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, okay, moving on. I can word. They've filed countless lawsuits against governments, organizations, and individuals, and the church has been accused of harassment of its critics. Journalists and courts in several countries have claimed that the church is an unscrupulous commercial enterprise, which is true. It's not a fucking church. It's a goddamn cult. It, a money cult. Yes, that's all a Financially it is. hemorrhaging money cult. It is. <sighs> it, yeah. Whatever. You want me to tell you how I really feel? Because that's how I feel. Oh, we know you will, girl. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Some current and ongoing controversies and issues and stuff. Why does this sentence make any sense? In I probably wrote this when I was drunk. Probably. Ooh, speaking of, I had some really good hard ciders this weekend from a local. Like, what were they? Um, well, they're from Kayla Ray Sellers from down here. But one of them was peach and one was strawberry. And, oh. and they were fabulous. You just farted. I farted. <laughs> <laughs> I 
God. No, they were really Fucking good, though, because I don't like beer. And ciders I'm iffy on, but these ones are really good. I had one cider that I was really excited to try, and it literally tasted like barf, and then it made me shit for like oh, four hours. Well, it was disgusting. When, when I finally can make it up to visit you, I will bring you some of these for you to try because they're really good. That'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Another hard cider that I love, um, I grew up in... Mm-hmm. I'll bleep that the fuck out. But um, okay. there's a... Uh, orchard. Wow. Brain fart. Yeah. Hello. There were the apples grow. Yeah, the apples grow. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Blake's, and they have totally commercialized, and you can get a ton of their stuff in stores. Mm. And they make uh, delicious hard ciders oh, that nice. you can get at Meyer. Mm. I don't know if you can get it anywhere else, but you can definitely get it at Meyer. I'll have to see if I can find it. Because there, really there's good. another so one that I've tried that's peach. Is it Cider Boys or something? I don't know. I know. That's got like a... Hopefully it doesn't make me poop, though. Well, I mean... Whew. It's apple. Clear that colon right out. <laughs> Gross. That shit burn coming out. Stop. Too. All right. Some current ongoing, cur- some oh current God. and ongoing <laughs> controversies and issues involving the church include. I made it through that sentence. You just didn't oh, hear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. That's Hello, good. I'm Chelsea, and I want to be a writer someday. <laughs> But also, I basically, like, ripped off all this information, so. Mm, yay. Plagiarism. All right. I'm going <laughs> to try to read this. We're going to keep going. Okay, go. All right. Criminal behavior by members of the church, including the infiltration of the U.S. government, organized harassment of people perceived as enemies of the church, Scientology's disconnection policy, which we will get into right after this list is completed, the death of Scientologist Scientologist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Epic. I will prevail. <laughs> the death of Scientologist Lika. Oh, fuck oh off. Are you are you currently drinking? <laughs> Leakum. Is his name Liam? And you said Leakum. Lisa. 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 That's a fucking Lisa. Lisa Leakum. Same difference. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Shit. God damn it. Her name is Lisa McPherson. Jesus Christ. I cannot <sighs> with you. This is amazing. Oh, my God. Hey, Amanda, look at your microphone when you're talking. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I have been doing really sounded... good. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh. She doubts me. She. She died while in the care Leakum? of the church. Yes, Leakum. We will also get into that. Don't fuck. We can't make fun of her. She's dead. <laughs> I'm not making fun of her. I'm making fun of you. God damn it. Uh, we'll also talk about that and attempts to legally force search engines to censor information that is critical to the church. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. They went full Trump on that one. Right. Uh allegations that the church leader david miscavige beats and demoralizes the staff and that physical violence by superiors towards staff working for them is common within the church we will also talk about that so many former members have come out of the woodwork to speak ill of the church and divulge some of its deepest secrets as we talked about last week actress leah remini is one of them she's by far the most outspoken and she's doing great work 
What it all comes down to within Scientology is that the purpose of Scientology is to eliminate its opponents and eliminate people's interests in things other than Scientology. Anyone that even engages in activities with people that are not liked by the church are punished. Let's dig deeper into that. Disconnection is the church's form of shunning. When a person becomes a member of Scientology, they are encouraged to disconnect from non-members in their lives. This can include... Fuck off. This could include... This can include... (laughs) I fucking hate my mouth my mouth right now. <laughs> rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Uh, <laughs> fairly I need to do that now. Oh Fuck. my god. This can include friends and family, even spouses. Members are encouraged to disconnect from loved ones, friends, and family. I just fucking said that. Anyone that doesn't join the church or openly disagrees with the church and what it does. The church believes that this practice helps members focus on what they deem as most important, spiritual growth. There are a few other not-so-great practices that the church implements in regards to disconnection. The church can deem someone to be an antisocial personality, a potential trouble source, or PTS, or a suppressive person, or an SP. The church teaches that association with these people impedes the progress of members. Here is an example letter from a member, Karen Henslow, to her mother. This is from the Daily Mail. Dear Mother, I am hereby disconnecting from you because you are suppressive to me. You evaluate for me, invalidate me, interrupt me, and remove all my gains, and you are destroying me. I, unreadable, from this time consider myself disconnected from you, and I do not want to see or hear from you again. From now on, you don't exist in my life. So they will literally, I mean, from what I've understood from Leah Remini, they will literally pretend like you don't exist. Yeah, like, Like if you were to run into them in the grocery store, like you wouldn't, they would not acknowledge you. Or if you tried to acknowledge them, they'd be like, I don't know who you are. That's insane. Doesn't it feel kind of like cultish, though? Like, it just seems like a way to isolate people. Yeah. I mean, look at that's what Manson did. He took them to the desert, isolated them. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. That's all. That is what a cult does. Isolation. You live and love only them and they get you to do shit. And it's all and and Stockholm syndrome happens. I mean, they're believed that the outsiders are bad. Yep. Yeah. Can't trust anybody I mean, and, but their and pastor, honestly, basically. I'm not a religious person. Right. I'm not a religious person. You're not a religious person. I'm more spiritual than anything. But when you look at, like, even just kind of a, a lot of modern religion, Christianity being one of them, mm-hmm. it can get kind of culty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. I mean, depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. I agree. All right. I mean, I, I just, I personally, I've never heard of a religion that actively removes non-members from members' lives. Like, it's just so, um, you know. Aside from a cult. Like, if you think in religion, I mean, not necessarily. You, Jehovah's kind of act that way, though. Yeah. You know? A little bit. Well, I had a cousin who was Jehovah, and there was, you mm-hmm. know, a whole situation when, because he got divorced. So he was, like, excommunicated from the church, and then he had a child out of wedlock, and his parents would have nothing to do with that child. But after a year, they were like, no, 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 this is not cool. So they are, right, right, they're a big part, and I don't know if they're still practicing Jehovah's or not, but they are a huge part of their lives, and I'm glad for that. And he's remarried to the mom, and it's just a mess, though. It, religion and cult, they it, it treads a very fine line. Oh, sometimes. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. So, um, 
Not everyone is disconnected, though. It's important to understand that the only time the church strongly encourages and often forces a member to disconnect from a person, it's because the church believes that a, that be, it's because the church believes that person to be suppressive or a PTS. Basically, if the church believes you could convince a member to leave the church, you're considered suppressive. Yep. If you speak ill of the church in any capacity, you're considered suppressive. And once you're deemed suppressive by the church, who knows what you'll be subjected to? When someone is considered suppressive, that is when the harassment can start that I mentioned in part one. Also, side note, the church has even produced a disconnection order against the FDA. This was put in place in 1965, which orders a specific Scientologist to disconnect from the publications of the FDA. What? this person, this person is not allowed to read anything that the FDA publishes. Nothing. Oh, my God. Completely barred from it. I could go on forever that about this so part of Scientology. Weird. It, it, it makes me sick to my stomach. Like, That's that so they can sit there weird. and... Yeah. It gets worse. It gets fucking worse. Let's talk about the death of Lisa McPherson. Fuck off. I can't even. <laughs> Leakum. Death of Leakum. I'm good. Oh, my god. Okay. Girly. I'm having a fucking seizure, dude. It's because your anxiety is still going about the van. Lisa McPherson. Mm-hmm. Her name is Lisa McPherson. Lisa, Lisa McPherson. if you can hear me, wherever you are, I know your fucking name. My mouth can't get it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. Please huh. don't haunt me. <laughs> Lisa McPherson was a 36-year-old Scientologist who died, allegedly, at the hands of Scientologists. Mm. Lisa joined Scientology. <gasps> oh, um, girl! <laughs> I fucking cannot, what you guys. What is going on? <sighs> so, okay. This episode is going to take three hours. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> Dyslexia is not recommended while consuming alcoholic beverages oh my God. <laughs> or driving a motor vehicle. That's right. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cannot fucking handle this. Oh, my God. Lisa joined Scientology at 18 and moved from Dallas, Texas to Clearwater, Florida with her employer, AMC Publishing, which at the time was owned and operated primarily by Scientologists. Hmm. In June of 1995, Lisa was placed in an introspection rundown, which is what happens when someone is suspected of having mental instability. Remember, mental instability is frowned upon in Scientology because it's seen as a sign of weakness. Nevertheless, Lisa completed the rundown and she was announced as clear in September of the same year. On November 18th, 2099 5. Oh my god. Wow. wow. 2095. Okay. Got it. All right. <laughs> that was a good year. <laughs> I'm going to have some wine from that year. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> Please help. We are not going to make it through this oh, fucking episode. Oh, my God. 2099. <laughs> Holy shit. You can tell that we've been off for a bit. I I literally have that written. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Oh. I can't. We're 
going to need to insert a lot of interlude music. <laughs> it's now time oh for... Oh, uh, God. What do they call it? Uh, when you're at a concert. Elevator music? No, when you're at a concert and they stop. Intermission. The Jeep... The Jeep one. Oh, intermission. Uh-oh. The, the Jeep is done. <gasps> it's aligned? It's done. It's fucking aligned. The deed is done. Holy balls. So exciting. Mm-hmm. Yay! All right. Back to back to 2090 Yes. Okay. Continue. <laughs> On November 18th, 1995, Lisa was involved in a minor car accident. Paramedics initially left her alone because she was ambulatory. But when she began to remove her clothes, Mm-mm. the paramedics decided to take her to the hospital. Yep. Lisa later states that she had taken off her clothes so that the paramedics would take her for counseling. At the hospital, doctors agreed that she was unharmed but recommended keeping her overnight for observation. Shortly after, Scientologists intervened and Lisa ultimately refused psychiatric observation or admission to the hospital, and she checked herself out. Mm. Circuit Judge Frank Quesada, which I think is a lovely name because it's very close to the word quesadilla, which Mm. I love quesadillas. Quesadilla. Uh, Testa, (laughs) testa. Is quoted as saying... Lisa McPherson refused psychiatric observation or admission at the hospital. She expressly stated her desire to receive the religious care and assistance from her fellow congregants that she and they would would and they wanted her to have. <gasps> oh <sighs> my! Fuck my! Mm. Y'all got it. You understood what the fuck I said. <laughs> Upon leaving the hospital, she was taken to the Flagland base, where she was put under the care of staffers that belonged to the FSO, the Flag Service Organization. According to the church, she was taken to the base for, quote, rest and relaxation. However, sworn statements say otherwise. Witnesses stated that she was actually undergoing another introspection rundown. During her time at the FSO, there were handwritten logs kept on her day-to-day care. These care logs show that during the last 17 days of her life, she was, quote, incoherent and sometimes violent. Her nails were cut so she would not scratch herself or the staff, and she bruised her fists and feet while hitting the wall. Lisa was given natural supplements and a sleeping aid called chloral hydrate. A member of the church noted that she looked ill, like measles or chickenpox on her face. Lisa repeatedly refused food and protein shakes that were offered to her. There were even failed attempts at force-feeding her. The reports noted that she was very weak and unable to stand up, and some days she didn't move at all. When a Scientology member questioned the handling, staffers told them to butt out. On December 5, 1995, David Minkoff, a Scientologist medical doctor, was called. He had twice prescribed her Valium and chloral hydrate without examining her. This time, they requested for him to prescribe an antibiotic because she seemed to have an infection. Not sure how they determined that, but okay. Minkoff refused, stating that she should be taken to a hospital and that he needed to see her before prescribing anything. The staff objected and expressed that McPherson would be put under psychiatric care at the hospital, and we can't be having none of that now, can we? So crazy. Dr. Janice Johnson, a senior medical officer at the base, said that Lisa had been gasping and had labored breathing while en route to Minkoff. However, they passed a total of four hospitals along the way to their destination when they arrived at minkoff's 45 minutes later lisa exhibited no vital signs hospital staff attempted to resuscitate her for 20 minutes before declaring her dead jesus that's insane no scientology staffers called lisa's family and informed them that she had passed of meningitis or a blood clot 
Her family had been told that she was at the base for, quote, rest and relaxation, and they were not impressed with the news of her passing. The day after her death, a suspicious death investigation began and an autopsy was performed. The first autopsy that was done was conducted by assistant medical examiner Robert Davis. Davis never completed Lisa's autopsy, though, because he was asked to resign from his position, which I have no other information on. I'm so sorry. Mm, it's fine. The part of the report that he did identified Lisa's cause of death as thro- as a thromboembolism of the left pulmonary artery caused mm. by, quote, bed rest and severe dehydration. Yep. That's why they said, you know, they don't like people to sit on long plane rides. They encourage you to get up and mm-hmm. walk around. Same thing with car rides, especially around. if you've had a history. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This finding ruled the manner of death as, quote, undetermined. Davis also noted multiple bruises, an abrasion to the nose, lesions, and insect bites that appeared consistent what? with a cockroach. That's insane. The autopsy report was ultimately completed by Davis's supervisor, Joan Wood. After the release of the first autopsy, Joan Wood went on Inside Edition and elaborated that Lisa's condition was pretty fucking bad. According to Wood, the autopsy showed that Lisa's condition deteriorated slowly over time. It showed that she went without fluids for four to five for five to ten days, was underweight, and had cockroach bites. It even revealed that she was comatose from 24 to 48 hours before she died. Jesus! Following her appearance on Inside Edition, Scientology's legal team sued Wood in hopes to gain access to her files. They wanted tissue, organ, and blood samples from Lisa's body. The lawsuit argued that Wood waived any right to keep her records on the case when she spoke openly with news outlets. Scientology alleged that they needed the records for legal defense. Honestly, that, you know. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, if they're going to have a lawsuit, they have uh, the right to state their case, too. Yeah, exactly. And I think, isn't the law that you have the right to any evidence that the other side has? You know, I I would like to say that. But then, you know, when I, because I've watched Making a Murderer a gazillion times. And uh, have you watched that yet? No, I okay. need to. No, you, I've you, heard so many good things about you, it, and I just I can't get past the first like episode. You have to because with your brain, the way it thinks too, you're gonna be like, "What the actual fuck?" You have to watch it, especially the second one eh, when yeah. they're talking about the evidence, and that's what I'm talking about because I don't think they get access to some of it. So okay. you you have to I'll watch have to it. Take a, I'll look. Okay, so um. After Scientology's forensic pathologists conducted their search of the evidence, Joan Wood ultimately changed the cause of death from undetermined to an accident. She traced the pulmonary embolism to Lisa's psychosis and the car accident. This change caused the review and dismissal of the criminal case. Wow. But like Amanda just said, pulmonary embolisms come across come come from like sitting for well, a long time. And well, sitting, you know, inactivity, uh, trauma though, trauma can cause uh embolisms um i guess my um my grandma's sister hit her shin on a cinder block threw a clot and died wow yep so you can get traumatic ones like people can get them from you can get them from breaking a leg anything i literally there's literally a girl um that died she broke her leg it was a couple years ago she broke her leg she had it in a cast for like two days Mm -hmm. and then just suddenly died yeah Probably through a clot. And I think that was the cause of death, mm-hmm. was, a cl- was a clot. Yeah. It's scary. Clots are scary okay. business. Mm-hmm. Following this, the dismissal of the case, state attorney 
Douglas Crow stated that there was cre- stated that there were credibility issues with the original autopsy. One of those issues being that Wood signed the autopsy report five months after Davis left his position. She also failed to examine tissue samples and didn't consult clinical experts whatsoever before reaching her conclusion. He also pointed out that Wood should not have released the autopsy report during an active criminal case, nor should she have been had nor should she have gone public on national media. Whoopsies. Wood explained her reasoning for changing her findings. She stated that she realized that the microscopic slides of the popliteal vein, I'm not a doctor, and the photographs, sure, and the photographs of muscle tissue in the surrounding area provided evidence of trauma, which could explain the thrombus formation. She could not explain why she hadn't seen it before. Ultimately, Crow concluded that even though there was probable cause, Wood really fucked up by releasing the autopsy report and going public with the media. This ruined her credibility and destroyed most of the credible evidence to prove the case beyond reasonable doubt. Just the concept that she couldn't follow basic instructions like not going to the media was enough to discredit the autopsy report. (sighs) So insane. Yeah. Following the dismissal of the case, in 2001, Dr. Minkoff had his license suspended for a year and was fined $10,000 for prescribing medicine to Lisa at the request of the FSO. In a 2003 trial, the Church of Scientology attempted to sue for over $2 million in damages but only received 4500 in attorney fees and nothing for punitive damages. In 2009, former Scientologist admitted that a former Scientologist admitted that he had instructed the church to destroy files related to the case. And in 2012, McPherson's attorney, Ken Dander, filed a lawsuit against Scientology and its attorneys. He asked for the injunctive relief from the church litigation, which he claimed was a violation of his civil rights. In support of Dander's lawsuit, Rathburn, Mark Rathburn, claimed in sworn testimony that Scientology spent $30 million to influence Florida judges and to defame Dander during the criminal and civil lawsuits concerning Lisa's death. Rathbun also claimed that Scientology influenced Wood's ruling of Lisa's death as an accident by bribing her lawyer with Super Bowl tickets and other gifts. Jesus! Of course, of course, he denied the charges. Later that year, Dander added Miscavige as a defendant in his federal lawsuit against Scientology and Matt Pesh, the former Treasury Secretary of the FSO. He claimed that the witness he claimed that he witnessed the OSA dumping twenty million dollars in FSO reserves into Scientology's legal defense over Lisa's death. So So just a whole fuck so ton like, of corruption. What the fuck, man? Like Wow. I mean, I don't think I will ever understand being in a position of power and knowing that there's a good and a bad that I could do and then being bought just to go to the bad side. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I know. It's, it's hard to say unless you're in the situation, what's happening, what's, you know, it's almost like that mm-hmm. thing where if you with that genie thing like if you make a wish and it comes true say you wish for a million dollars well you could get it but somebody in your family dies and it's insurance money you know it's like that kind of thing it's like would would you do it or would you not not you know right it, it, can i pick the family member uh-uh. it's always it well and it doesn't even have to be a family member it could be somebody <laughs> you don't you don't even you know like <laughs> i know I'm, yeah I'm, i know i mean i'm dying save my life well somebody across the world's gonna die who wouldn't have because of you 
so scary so the worst part about this aside from the fact that lisa died and there was really no justice the church now requires all members to sign a general release each time they register for a new service this release states that the member understands that the church is a church and not intended to treat medical issues and it also states that the member promises not to sue the church directly for any reason unless criminal negligence is assured or disavowing psychiatric treatment if a scientologist is involuntarily placed into a psychiatric ward or institution this form also grants permission to allow the church to intervene on their behalf hold on was that did you say them... forced into or not mm-hmm. so involuntarily if, it, if they're involuntarily placed into a psychiatric ward uh-huh. or an institution the form also grants permission to allow the church to intervene on their behalf and even have them released into the care of other Scientologists oh, to undergo the introspection rundown or any other Scientology service deemed necessary. So to fuck them yeah. over. Mm, yeah. I hate it so <sighs> much. So do I. So last episode in part one, <clears throat> I talked briefly about The Hole. Mm-hmm. The Hole is a series of double-wide trailers pushed up against each other and then joined together under one roof. According to some former members of the church, this is where David Miscavige, the church's current leader, sends dozens of senior Scientology executives when they've been bad. Okay. Some described The Hole as a place of confinement and humiliation where Scientology's man- management culture, always demanding, grew extreme. Inside a who's who of Scientology leadership, went at each other with brutal tongue lashings. This sentence came out weird. Inside, a who's who of Scientology leadership went at each other with brutal tongue lashings and even hands and fists. They intimidated each other into crawling on their knees and standing in trash cans and confessing to things they hadn't done. So crazy. They lived in... I know. They lived in degrading conditions, eating and sleeping in cramped spaces designed for office use. Individuals are said to have spent months, even years, in the hole. Of course, the church itself has denied all of these claims and says, quote, the hole does not exist and never has, and states that nobody has ever been held there against their will. However, the church does say that members have have entered religious discipline voluntarily. So, right, sure, if they say so. Right. (sighs) The gold base where the hole is located is compromised of two Sea Org branches. Remember, the Sea Org is like the who's who, the best of the best in Scientology. Yeah. Sea Org members are subjected to a rigorous code of discipline known as Scientology ethics and are enforced by ethics officers. Kind of scary. When an ethics officer finds out about a violation, the Sea Org member is given a trial, which can lead to punishments administered by the Rehabilitation Project Force. Or RFP, or I mean, sorry, RPF. Punishments from the RPF can last months or years and usually consist of some type of physical labor and daily confessions. These members are kept isolated, which is just lovely. Isolated for the whole time? Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. fuck, man. Well, I mean, look at what the whole in prison does to somebody for like 10 days even, yeah. you know? It, even one good. day. I mean, shit. You want to talk about crazy. psychological issues? There you go. That said, in 2002, David Miscavige, the current leader of the church, is believed to have begun slapping, kicking, and punching executives on the gold base. According to a former member, Miscavige is really good at belittling people and pointing out their inadequacies. He's a real gem. Former members are known to say that he's the only one that can do anything right. 
This kind of shit happened when Hubbard was around as well, but I think it was kept a little more private than the verbal and physical beatings that Miss Cavage likes to give. I read crazy. something about um, Hubbard tying people up and blindfolding them and throwing them over the, the boat. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Before... Th- before the hole became the hole, Miscavige held a fun game of musical chairs for about 70 senior Scientology officers. The losers of this game were to be sent into isolation. So 69 people. Jesus. During the game, it is said that things got really violent. The officers became so aggressive about getting a seat that they were physical altercations. Well, yeah, people because nobody wants to walls. go to the fucking hole. Yep, and there were all-out brawls, and Miscavige didn't stop any of it. It's like a big old game, game was spoons. over. <laughs> mm-hmm. After the game was over, the executives were ordered to stay in the con- in the conference room and sleep under tables until further notice. They were given rations of food for a few days before ultimately being released. Recent observers of the whole and its captive members say that the members look lifeless and with no purpose, droopy shoulders, slouchy, and sad. The members are allowed to leave the whole only to shower and attend church services and events. Like if they have like a job, if their job is like public relations, uh-huh. like they get to go do their job, but then they have to go back to the whole. Oh, at least I mean, at least they get out a little bit, but still, no. They are only fed via food delivery, and they sleep shoulder to shoulder. There's no room to even roll over at night. Mm, that's not good. Former Scientology members say that after some people escaped around 2006, security was tightened. But if the hole is voluntary, why are people escaping, and why is there security? Right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um. Mark Rathbun escaped the hole after spending four days captured in 2004. He says when the incarcerated members were ordered to to jog, I put jog, to jog 400 yards and back, he hid in a bush until they all left. When the coast was clear, he got his motorcycle from wherever it was and drove out through the gold base gates when they were opened to let a car in. When he was far enough away, he rented a car and just moved to Texas. Wow. Tom DeVault left in May 2005 after being attacked by Miscavige while being held in the hole. He announced that he intended to leave the church and was listed as a suppressive person. The guard at the gate refused to open it, so he climbed the fence and walked six miles to Hemet, California. Later, he was sent a $98,000 freeloader bill from the church. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mike Rinder spent almost two years in the hole between oh 2004 and 2007 he was allowed to leave occasionally to deal with public relation matters that was his job and they needed him to keep doing his job so as not to raise suspicion after working with bbc journalist john sweeney on a documentary called scientology and me miss cabbage was furious the w- with the way render handled the situation and ordered him to sussex to dig ditches on a scientology property instead Rinder defective and went. Ref, Rinder defected and went to live in Denver. I mean, look at what. I mean, you people are throwing away years of your lives for what? Like, man, in a hole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Debbie Cook was held in the hole for seven months before she escaped. She was sent to Clearwater, Florida to organize a major public event involving Miscavige. While there, she and her husband were dropped off to eat at at a Scientology dining hall, which is when 
The pair took the opportunity to flee. The couple stole the car they had arrived in, driven by a staff member, and they drove the car to a rental lot and headed straight to their her father's house in North Carolina. However, before they got there, they were intercepted by Scientology officials and ordered to return to Clearwater. So, so they, spent, they, this is like... So they just went. Yeah, I well, don't, well, don't understand. Like, what are they doing? Well, holding guns to their heads? Well, that's the thing. Like, what are, how are you, like, if you come up to me and you're just saying, you need to go back, I'm going to say, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, go fuck I need a dick. I mean, you can't <laughs> scare me enough just by saying that. But, no, so there has to be some it. type of weapon or super big threat. Like Stockholm if you don't, syndrome if you is don't, strong too, though. Right. But if you don't go back, I'll kill your family. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? So she spent three weeks under... Uh, under guard, and at one point she wrote a letter to her mother indicating that she would kill herself if she had to. Ultimately, though, she signed a severance agreement with the church and was set free, and I didn't get any other information on, like, why she got that That's or so anything. That's crazy. Um, I just don't understand how people can believe that this is a church at this I, point. It's like, not. It's, just, it's, uh, it's not, yeah. and I'm not sorry to say that, Scientology. You are not a church. Mm-hmm. You are well, a, we'll, we'll totally go – we're going to go deeper – eventually on this but i specifically want to talk about the human trafficking allegations Mm -hmm. at some point but i'm there's a lot of stuff that i didn't cover so if y'all are thinking oh you didn't talk about this no i can't i cannot talk about everything Uh -uh. i just can't it's too much Uh -uh. um but the main reason that i wanted to do this uh, cover this is because of what we're about to get into so we know all of what we know now Mm mm-hmm we know everything that the church is willing to do to keep its members in line mm-hmm. and to keep their mouths closed about what's really going on. So let's talk about the celebrities now. Okay. It's no secret that Scientology has been collecting celebrities for a while. It actually started in 1955 when Hubbard created a list of 63 celebrities he wanted to convert into Scientologists. In order to do this, the church designated eight buildings to be celebrity centers. Church of Scientology Celebrity Center International, located in Hollywood, California, was the first, and it opened in 1969. Okay. Basically, the idea Hubbard has, or had, was to recruit celebrities and then use them as mouthpieces for the church. People listen to celebrities. Mm -hmm. If a celebrity says eating kale is the best thing you can do for your body, people are going to listen, and they're going to go eat kale. Everyone wants to be like a celebrity in one way or another. Whether it's what they eat, where they live, how much money they make, people look up to them. Regardless of Hubbard's failed attempts at education, he was a pretty clever guy, and he knew that recruiting celebrities would get the word about Scientology out and it would spread like wildfire. Hugh B. Urban, a professor of religious studies at the Department of Comparative Studies at Ohio State University, said, I think the reason that celebrities would be interested in Scientology is because it's a religion that fits pretty well with a celebrity kind of personality. It's very individualistic. It celebrates your individual identity as ultimately divine. It claims to give you the ultimate power over your own mind, self, and destiny. So I think it fits well with an actor personality. And the wealth question, these aren't people who need more wealth, but what they do need, or often want at least, is some kind of spiritual validation for their wealth and lifestyle. And Scientology is a religion that says it's okay to be wealthy. It's okay to be famous. In fact, that's a sign of your spiritual development. So it's kind of a spiritual validation for that kind of lifestyle. It's spiritual validation because the church, church, I use the term loosely, wants your fucking money. Mm -hmm. So, exactly. of course, they want you rich. 
Good lord. Mm -hmm. It's not that hard to understand, people. Exactly. Exactly. So I wasn't able to figure out who the first celebrity to join Scientology was. Uh -huh. But if you know, I would just be happy to find out who it is. Yeah, that'd be interesting. out there knows who it is. Um, but here is a list of a few of the celebrities known to be associated with the Church of Scientology. Um, so we've got Kirstie Elity. Oh, I forgot. Her. I forgot about her. Mm -hmm. Some of these are going to blow your fucking mind. Kirstie Alley, Erica Christensen, Tom Cruise, Jenna and Richard Elfman, Gary Imhoff. Jenna Elfman? Billy Not Dara. Or what's uh, her name? Dharma? Dharma and Greg? Mm -hmm. <gasps> Billy Sheehan. Giovanni Ribisi, Vivian Kubrick, Joy Villa, Nancy Cartwright, Juliette Lewis, Elizabeth Moss, <gasps> Not Kelly Preston, yeah, I love Kelly her. Preston, and Danny Masterson. Really? You didn't really? know Danny Masterson no. was in Scientology? I did not. Oh my God, Amanda, the whole reason that I did this fucking series is because of Danny yeah. Masterson. Oh my God, I'm about to fucking blow your <laughs> Danny Masterson will get, you, get to you in a goddamn minute, boy. So Tom Cruise is probably one of the most prominent and well-known celebrity Scientologists. If you don't know about that link, then you must be living under a rock. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, seriously. He's not just a Scientologist, though. He's a massive advocate for the church as well. Tom joined Scientology in 1990 through his first wife, Mimi Rogers. Cruz claims that Scientology helped him overcome his dyslexia. Sure, buddy. Mm -hmm. And this douche nozzle has been advocating for the church ever since. This guy will talk to you about Scientology all day if you'll let him. Ugh. Like, literally, all day. Oh, boy. Kirstie Alley is another big name. And a lot of people don't realize that she is a Scientologist. Yeah. Kirstie was raised a Methodist, but converted to Scientology in 1979. And at the time, Holy shit, she, had a mm -hmm. wow. she had a cocaine problem and attributes being becoming sober to the church via the Narconon program. And as of 2007, she had attained the level of operating Thetan level seven. And as we understand, Kirstie is still active in the church. God damn, that blows my mind, too. A few of these celebrities really blew my mind. Giovanni Ribisi and Juliette Lewis totally fucked with Juliet my head. Juliette Lewis, ma'am. Yeah. I'm heartbroken. Elizabeth Moss got me a lot mm -hmm. as well. Lisa Presley used to be in the church yep. but has since left. Yep. And Erica Christensen really, I did not expect that one. It's just nuts, man. I don't see her. And I've kind of lost respect for a lot of them. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, me too. You know. Now that you said that, it's like I can look at them in a completely different light. But the celebrity that I've lost complete respect for is Danny Masterson. Mm. And to tell the, do the story of Danny, we have to climb into the way, way back machine and dial it to 2001. Okay. But we won't stay there too long. Just long enough to tell you what he's being accused of. Okay. So, if you don't know, between January and December of 2001, Masterson was accused of raping his girlfriend, Chrissy Bixler, who at the time was 23 years old. She says that they had gone out for drinks, and her drink hit harder and faster than she expected. When she stood up to leave, she blacked out, and she woke up the next morning with bruising on her head and feeling, quote, like she was poisoned. Hmm. She says that when she asked Masterson what happened, he laughed and told her he had sex with her the night before. She asked, was I unconscious? And he simply responded, yeah. What? At the time, Chrissy reported the rape to Scientology ethics officers. 
and was Hold told on. it couldn't be rape. Was she mm-hmm. a Scientologist too? Uh-huh. Okay. And she was told that it couldn't be rape because there were they were in a consensual relationship. Oh, get the F out of here. That's such bullshit. The officer then threatened Bixler with a charge of suppressive acts. Jesus. And would be kicked out of the church if she took the allegations to the police. What the fuck, man? So basically, basically, if I... If I'm in a relationship with someone, it's okay if they want to just fuck me without my consent. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 But I am the frito bandito. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. So she was made to feel like she was meant to just do whatever Masterson told her to do, as if she was his property. And this is what the church strongly encouraged. So she didn't go to the police at the time. He is also accused of raping 28-year-old Babette Rialis, another at-the-time girlfriend, in April 2003. And then sometime between October and December of 2003, he's accused of raping a 23-year-old woman. And according to the reports of all those rapes, rapes occurred in Masterson's home. Good Lord. There is... Another accuser, but I had a hard time learning more about her. Two of the four accusers wish to remain anonymous, and it's hard to figure out whose stories are whose because of the way the media is trying to keep from keep the information low key so that they don't intervene with the current ongoing investigation. Right. So some media outlets are reporting names and others aren't. So instead of mixing up stories, this is just how we're going to leave yeah. the accusations. Now, fast forward to 2017. Danny Masterson is currently married to Bijou Phillips and has one child, a daughter. In March of 2017, the LAPD confirmed that they were investigating Danny Masterson and that the accusa- and the accusations. I'm sorry, read that wrong. Throughout 2017, the fourth accuser is added. I'm sorry, I read that wrong as well. During 2017, the fourth accuser is added to the list and both Chrissy Bixler and Bobette Rialis come out as being two of the accusers. In December of 2017, Masterson is fired by Netflix, where he was currently starring in their series The Ranch alongside longtime friend and co-star Ashton Kutcher. Mm -hmm. In January of 2018, his agency, United Talent Agency, cut ties with him as well. In August of 2019, the four accusers filed a lawsuit against Masterson and the Church of Scientology, citing that the church stalked them, invaded their privacy, and constructed a conspiracy to obstruct justice within the investigation of Masterson by the LAPD. God damn, that is insane. The four women claimed that they suffered emotional distress since filing the reports with the LAPD, and they are demanding a trial by jury. In a People.com article, Masterson is quoted as saying, quote, this is beyond ridiculous. I'm not going to fight my ex-girlfriend in the media like she's been baiting me to do for more than two years. I will beat her in court, and I will look and I look forward to it because the public will finally be able to learn the truth and see how I've been railroaded by this woman. And once her lawsuit is thrown out, I intend to sue her and the others who jumped on the bandwagon for the damage they caused in me and my family. The church is, itself also released a statement stating that the claims were ludicrous and a sham. Unfortunately for Masterson and the church, Masterson was charged in June 2020, and he faces a maximum sentence of 45 years if convicted. He is out on bond and is not scheduled to be arraigned until September 18th of this year. Wow. So this 
That's where I end my research. That's insane, because dude. There's nothing else. There's nothing else out yet. That's so. This is where we stand right now. That he is facing trial, most likely. Yep. And it has been covered up by Scientology. Fuck you, Scientology. Years. Fuck you. And the whole point of me bringing up the whole history and everything that Scientologists have been doing since Scientology became a thing is because we need to understand why Danny could get away with this. Right. Yep. And this is exactly how. Think about all the things. Doesn't it give you chills? It doesn't give me chills. It makes me sick. It does. It, it, like, it makes does, me yeah. physically sick. It's incredible. Like the, the Scientology infiltrated the United States government and it has continued. You can look this shit up. They have continued to do it over the years. I just don't get it, man. How many people are about to be paid off during these court proceedings? How much evidence is about to be destroyed? Oh, yeah, exactly. I just, I hope that these girls see justice. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they're going to. Unfortunately, probably not. That church has a big, this, has a, a long reach, man. Yeah, it's too big. It's so big. And I just... And then there's also part of me that... And I don't want... I, don't Please don't take this, listeners, further than what I'm saying. But as someone sitting on this side of it, when we see in the media all these women accusing these celebrities mm-hmm. of rape and molestation and harassment mm-hmm. and all of these things, it's so hard to not question mm-hmm. the accusations. Well, and I hate to say it, I mean, but you have to question it because there are people who just want to do it for money and yada 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 so i mean in in any case everything should be questioned anyway but just because it's questioned doesn't mean i don't believe you but i need to know the facts and get to the root of the facts yeah so right yeah and and i want to encourage women and men because it does happen to men when this happens to you Something that I always keep in my head, I'm a survivor mm-hmm. of sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. And I was too little to, I don't remember it. My brain blacked it out. But um, I realize now as an adult that telling my story isn't about me. It's about you. Yep. And it's Helping about protecting others. you from my abuser. Mm-hmm. My abuser is walking free. My my abuser is my brother. Mm-hmm. He's my flesh and blood. He's married and my family accepts him. And that's something that we, you know, I don't really talk to him anymore. Mm-hmm. But my family seems to think it's okay. But I worry about any child that yep. comes in contact with my brother. Yep. So I know that if this were to ever happen to me again... I wouldn't share my story for me. I would share it for you. Yep. And that's what I want you guys to remember. If you're holding on to a story like this, you have to share it. 
You have to tell people because if you don't, think about how many other women and men potentially could be harmed at the hands mm-hmm. of your abuser. Mm-hmm. If and, and I'm not I'm not trying to victim blame, but if you think about if Chrissy had gone to the police, mm-hmm. it, it could have ended there. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the Church of Scientology had her questioning right whether or not she should report it, and she didn't. I, she was too afraid of losing her church. I, and that's what's... Fuck that, man. Fuck that. Fuck I, the fact that this church actually got... It gets into people's heads like that. It's... I just... I will never... Like, I, that's what I don't understand is how people can be so easily wrangled into this stuff. It's... I think a lot of it, it has to do with their own inability how do i say this like they don't know how to love themselves right so any amount of anything well yeah any sort coming of coming from a, someone else so-called affection is be and taken. attention yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the, ch- the church is saying we care about you we love you this is what we know is good for you. So they hold on to that. And yeah. that's, you know, that's how cults always are. I just don't understand. So and I never will. it's dangerous. And if you guys take anything away from these two parts of Scientology, it's two things. Number one, question everything. Mm-hmm. Question it. If somebody tells you that they want you to join something, question it. Mm-hmm. Stop. Don't follow blindly. No. Don't. Because this this is a prime example of just absolute brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Just, exactly. It's, just, it's incredible. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And number two, report your abuse. Yes. And be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Like, we've talked about this before. Yep. Somebody telling you that you're hot is not abuse. No. No. But if you suspect that somebody drugged you and raped you, report it. Because the, the worst. And if you're scared, worst don't happens, tell anybody else but a police no. officer. Yes. Absolutely. You don't have to tell your best you. friend. You don't have to tell anybody. Mm-mm. You go and just no. report it to who you need to report it to. Exactly. And like the, the best case scenario is that you ruin someone's day, that they get called into the police station for questioning, questioning, and it's proven that, no, he didn't. Okay, yep. We tested his DNA. It didn't happen. You're okay. The worst case scenario is that you ruin somebody's life, Mm -hmm. but you saved your own. And others. So, and others. So, you know inconvenience someone for a day protect yourself ladies this isn't this we don't we're not hiding this anymore no nobody is you need to say it, it. No. shout it to the off the rooftops if you want to mm-hmm. you can't we're, we are we collectively as a species we're not hiding it anymore yep 
So nor should we. I am very, very, very interested to see where this case goes. I am I too. think that if if he can get convicted, it's going to be a huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge either way. So, right, but to to get a conviction under Scientology, yes, that's true. In something and actually have it stick. Right. That's going to be huge if we can get that. That's just. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to watch and keep watching. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. I'm. Amanda just seems completely like. Shook. But it just is. <laughs> so upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. So upsetting. And somebody that we've all watched on TV. I mean, when did that 70s show start? Uh, early let me look that up early 2000s i want to say at, at least let's see 1998 to 2006 whoa 98 really yeah I but still that's that like that whole time frame is when he was allegedly raping these girls still so yeah that's, that's insane mm-hmm. that's uh yeah, we've been watching him on TV for a long time. He was like a big. Yeah. And I I kind of want to get eventually go into a little bit of like all this like child trafficking celebrity. You know, you should be able to pull up the case and read the case notes. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I can. Because I read yeah. I read one about the doctor don't. I can't remember what it was, but his and it's so weird. His first name was Kermit, but it was like Gosnell or something. But he literally ran this whole abortion clinic that was a horror. Like, did you remember oh, I him? Gosnell. That Go- on, I can't remember his name. It I started with a G. About, yeah. But like they found mm-hmm. baby parts in the basement, and like he would butcher them in utero, and Ugh. or they'd come out and they'd be live births. And he would sever their spinal cord. Oh, my God. It's horrible. But I read the actual case file online because it mm-hmm. was free and it's public. So maybe yeah. maybe you can find it that way. There might not be anything else out, though, because there hasn't been right. anything else. Um, there should be something, though, like because the, they're charging The him. lists of the girls, like, their names are Jane Doe. Right. I know that in the files. But I know that their accusations are listed. I just didn't have time to find it and look. Well, now I want to see real quick. I know. it's, But it's, there's, all like, a lot of the human trafficking and the child trafficking stuff that's going on is being blamed on celebrities and i'm not one that sits in i don't believe that shit and Mm -hmm. but i also don't believe that it's not possible right so i mean it's something that we might cover at a future date but after this episode we are going to be we're moving into um election territory okie dokie yeah we're going to be moving into election territory i mean it's it's almost september debates are going to be starting yep um and then we are going to be doing a whole month of spooky dookie creepypasta stuff in october and then right after october we have election so it's gonna be an interesting couple months it is get ready hold on to your titties do we want to talk about our special guests that we're going to have? Not yet. Keep it a secret. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh-uh. 
I mean, we will say that there is a special guest coming in October. Mm-hmm. That's going to be exciting. We're not going to tell you who. I'm so excited. I get goosebumps every time I think about it. It'll be I'm fun. So excited. Woo! It's going to be fun. Amanda needs to listen to their podcast so that she can I fall will. in love with them too. I will totally. <laughs> it's a great one to listen to at night while you're alone in your brand new bed. Yay! <laughs> while there's woods out here. <laughs> Oh, great. My God. But that's that's it for this week, you guys. Like I said, if you want to know more about Scientology and the bullshit that they pull, Google it. Google. It's everywhere. There are literally dozens of Wikipedia pages dedicated to this information, and you can find it anywhere. It's crazy. So have a great week. We will see you next week. I don't know what we're talking about yet, but we will figure it out. Adios, pachachos. Toodles.